Bobby for Horror is my favorite podcast. And I'm Uncle Lloyd Kaufman from Troma Entertainment, along with my good friend, Handy Capable Toxie. And uh, we, we, you know, we can't wait for the next episode. Fiends and Whorehounds, this is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Feeling reanimated. How you doing? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad we're back in this world. Dude, reanimated was such a fun episode. Like, it's been a while. I'm been happy to get back into here. The, this group of characters, especially Herbert West, is one that I will follow him anywhere. Whatever movie he shows up in, even though Beyond Reanimator isn't that great, he's still in it, so it makes it worth it. Well, you know what I think it is? Not to get into Reanimator and Beyond Reanimator too much. The first one, you had four players who played off themselves really well. You had West, Dan, Meg, and Hill. This one, you lost Meg, and you kind of lost Hill. And yeah. the next one is just West. And don't get it's me wrong, that's him. great. But you know what I mean? Like, you kind of keep chopping away at it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Meg is kind of in this movie. I mean, if you want to <laughs> stretch it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, Brighter Animator 1990. I didn't realize it was a 90s movie. No, it's like just one of those weird ones that just came out yeah exactly so i'm assuming this is not your first time with this one. Oh no i've seen it a few times for sure uh, of course i've seen the first one the most most likely this one i've seen i've actually done the double feature thing a couple times and it's actually fun well that's the dvd i have is the double feature it's reanimator and bride reanimator so i'll do that a lot I don't know if I would do a triple feature because Beyond Reanimator is still fun, but it's also nowhere near as good as these two. So it'd be oh, kind yeah. of like ending on the, oh, okay, I, I could have gone to bed a couple hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> so you just want to jump into this one? Yeah. Um, Brian Usna getting the Edward Trifecta with uh, director, producer, and writer. Hell yeah. Man, I'll tell you what. That does my heart good when I see him or Stuart Gordon Green, but like, or together. But anyway, any of that combination, I'm always really happy to see. Oh, yeah. Brian Usna from Society, we've already done uh, Return of the Living Dead 3, which we're big fans of, you know. Yeah, might be coming out real soon. That I one, I'm just know. saying. Something coming up soon. I don't know, in a month. I don't know. Next month, might have a couple episodes. We'll see. Yeah, maybe one or two. Yeah, well, you know, you might see something. But anyway, that's next month. I can't wait to talk about it. Yes. Oh, remember how I think it was in one of our bonus episodes where it was a countdown one or something like that where we were listing our favorites of whatever. Yeah. And I was talking about Reanimator, and I said the Doctor Hill, and I don't mean this as an insult, is basically a mustache twirling evil yeah. villain. Oh, one hundred percent. This opening cements it even oh harder God. in my head that that is the case. It's just a cam <laughs> fourth wall breaking, direct into camera, black background, his head going, West, you bastard! 
<laughs> it's just so great where you know immediately what kind of movie you're getting into. And uh, I've rewatched this be opening like a couple times, actually, just because it's so awesome. Of just like, you got away last time, but this time you won't. <laughs> yeah, it's it sets it up right away. You're like, okay, we're back here. Yeah. But so, look, my biggest missed opportunity with this movie, I'm glad I get it out of the way real early, is we get an eight months after the massacre at Miskatonic Medical Center. Like, so, last movie. It's eight months later. And right. Dan and West are doctors in a Peruvian civil war. I won't lie, I kind of would have liked the them getting arrested, them getting away with an alibi, something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, getting off on, like, a technicality. Yeah, like, well, you can't technically prove it or anything like that. Well, they were dead, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, that's that's my only thing. I'm like, how did we get here? Why are you in Peru? Yeah, it's almost like they're like, uh, there's some weird shit happened. Send them away on a mission. Maybe they'll get killed in a war. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought they were hiding at first, and that's why they were, yeah. they were hiding out or something, but, but no. No, they not only are they not hiding out, they go back to the hospital that the massacre happened at. That has to be the worst idea, but we'll get there oh in a second. Oh my god. <laughs> a soldier dies on the table, and of course, Wes, like, fresh body, injects his reagent. He pops up, he's going all crazy, and right then, Francesca runs in, who's a new character who I feel like we're missing about ten minutes of anything about her at the beginning and she's like we have to move now the front's losing whatever the enemies are getting close yeah the lines and... are breaking <laughs> and do you know what she's from no uh, uh the austin powers movies i don't remember which one she's a lot of china oh okay i remember that <laughs> yes but a, a lot of what <laughs> <laughs> And West re-kills the reanimated guy. Only counts as one death, but still. And enemies start moving in. Dan kills one with a fucking machete. Go Dan! And then West kills one. No, West kills two. I'm sorry. They're, like, the soldiers are running away. And they're still like, no, we have to, like, see if there's any work we can do here. While we still have the time. It's like, we have five seconds. Oh, West is packing up his notes and his iguana and all this kind of stuff. That hisses. Yes. Uh, I used to have an iguana. It never hissed at me that I can recall. No. No, it's like if they show a bearded dragon, it will, like, hiss. It's like, no. Yeah, I don't think that's a common thing, but West is dragging Dan away and goes, let's go home. It's like, yeah, can we, couldn't we have just done that a while ago? Did you have (laughs) to come all the way here for your lizard? Dude, and I feel like this had to be an expensive scene. You know what I mean? Oh, because there's explosions going on. There's all kinds of like special effects stuff. None of that's CGI. That's squibs and whatnot. There's all kinds of actors and extras in the background, you know. Yeah, and like it's a definitely a different location and everything. I'm like, why do we have it? Yeah, because for like a lot of the movie, and I'm not complaining because it's a cool, like weird, like scary location. But they're in a basement room. They're in the they're at their house, which is an old funeral home with a cool basement and the hospital. That's yeah. the rest of the movie. Why why were we here? They're like, well, we have like an extra five hundred thousand. We need to blow on something. Let's go to Peru. <laughs> we want a vacation. It's like how Adam Sandler now just takes his friends on vacations and calls it movies. Yeah, that's why all of his movies are like set in Hawaii or something like that now. 
Yeah, and it's like, holy shit, um, uh, Jennifer Aniston is his wife. <laughs> nice. That's the most unbelievable part of all of them. But yes, okay, whatever. Then we get our opening credits here and set to that great reanimator or psycho, however you want to take it, theme. Well, I wish they would have just redone the same theme over again. Because it's not like you're coming up with a brand new theme. You're recycling the psycho theme, which it works for this movie. But it seems like they just plug in extra like instruments in this version that don't really fit. Well, that's pretty normal, you know what I mean? Like, have we ever actually had just the regular Halloween theme that we heard in 78, like in any of the other movies? Well, like, the Halloween 2018 one was pretty good. It just kind of put a beat behind it. Yeah, they added, like, that kick drum to it. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. But the uh, Halloween Kills one, where it's kind of piano-y, like, overly dramatic, that one I'm not quite as huge a fan of. I mean, side note, but I love that one (laughs) with the operatic section and everything. Oh, man, I was here for it. It's good, but it, then you go into, like, evil dies tonight, and it's like, it doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, we're back at Miskatonic Hospital in, or is it Massachusetts? Yeah, Arkham, right? Arkham, Massachusetts. Yeah, they're in Arkham. I was wondering if you picked up on that. Oh, yeah, I remember that from the first one. <laughs> okay, we're back at Arkham again. <laughs> Harley Quinn and the Joker are in the next room, <laughs> blowing each other. <laughs> that, that iguana's killer croc. Exactly, yeah, that's just, like, his son. <laughs> Father, why? <laughs> but uh, Dan's checking on this patient, Gloria, and he always has a very close relationship with her. He cares about her a lot. And Wes has this moment, like when Dan's talking to her and everything, where I swear to God, and no lines are said to say this, but you can tell it clicks in Wes's head because he's so backwards that, oh, Dan likes this girl. Yeah, and West has no um, interest in any kind of anything that's not research. Like, he he hates that Dan, like, has girlfriends and is interested in women. Like, later, Dan goes to, like, hook up with a girl, and West is all, like, bored and pouty about it. Oh, dude, it's great, but, like, there's this moment, like, he's being, like, overly nice with her, and West, like, double takes back. I smacked my table doing that. I realize (laughs) we're not on video. Why am I doing all this? But it's great. Yeah, it's just, like, he's mine. I knew him first. (laughs) <laughs> and they're talking about like body parts and everything they need to get for whatever they're working on and everything and Dan tells Herbert she's off limits um, we're introduced to Lieutenant Chapham dude it's spelled C-H-A-P-H-A-M I don't know how we get Chapham out of that but okay yeah sure <laughs> he's interviewing Dr. Graves who, about the night of the massacre and everything and he brings in Dr. Hill's head, and all the specimens from that night haven't decayed. So you have random body parts, heads, like, hearts, lungs, everything like that. They're still perfectly preserved. Right, and the, yeah, they're all still in, like, the cold locker room. I'm guessing where all this happened, they never, like, that's easily, like, they just, like, just shove it in the room that's right there. Well, what else are you going to do with it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I like- you would think that they would, like maybe close this hospital. Yeah, I mean, if it hasn't by now, it's not going to. Yeah. But they take him down to the incinerator room, and, like, the interviews, content- the question continuing and all that stuff, and there's a body of a ballet dancer who killed herself, and they go to put her in the incinerator, but she's missing her feet. And the 
boy, I don't know what his position will be, but he's a guy who puts the bodies in the crematorium, who pops up a lot. He opens the like, yeah, there's a lot of things going missing around here lately. A lot of body parts. He's like their goon, but that's also a doctor. Is he supposed to be a doctor? I think, well, he's in the scrubs, and they're not going to let just the janitor put the bodies in the crematory. Does he have the white coat? He has, like, the green one. Well, he could be a nurse, then. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. He's a yeah. doctor person. <laughs> There's a big difference, but okay. Um, where are we at here? Okay, so Wes um, sneaks into the specimen room. He, <laughs> like, to take Meg's heart for some reason. Like, well, we know what the reasons. We'll find out right. later. But he okay. finds Dr. Hill's head. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and he starts fucking with it. Like, I love he sets it up, and he starts, like, mocking it. Like, look at you. You said you would take me down. Now you're just a head in a bag, and I still got my feet. He said he (laughs) makes some kind of pun about, like, and no body is going to stop me. (laughs) And then you hear, like, a tiny little, like, West. Like, I fucking hate you. You (laughs) I'll fucking kill you. I'm going to shove my tongue down your throat and choke you that way, because that's the only way I can think of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he's like, how did you get back here? So are we to assume that West and Dan just, like, were driving down the highway and threw his head out on the side of the road somewhere? Because they do, they mentioned something about, like, look what we found at a sideshow. So it was at a circus. Yeah. <laughs> But they find that and everything. Dan goes home, and like I said, their new home is legit a funeral home. It's a perfect setting for a movie like Reanimator. Yeah, because immediately Herbert West is breaking into the mausoleum that's right on the other side of the brick wall. He's like, there's bodies over here. <laughs> yeah, he comes crawling out of a tunnel in the basement. He's like, Dan, we basically share a wall with like whatever mausoleum it is or whatever right there. And it's like, okay, well, those are skeletons. Can you reanimate that? He's like, well, I guess we'll figure it out. <laughs> and so they're starting their work for the day and everything. And Wes, like, chloroform kills. It's not chloroform, but that's just what it looks like. Oh. Like this yeah. instant kill to an iguana where it's supposed to simulate, like, heart failure or something. So, like, no organs or body parts get hurt. Yeah, so there's no, like, organ damage. But it is a weird thing of, like, he puts a substance in a jar and closes the lid real quick. And he throws a rag in there and closes the lid real quick. And he grabs it out and, like like you said, like, knocks, like, kills the lizard with it. It's like, oh, yeah, it simulates a heart attack. It's like, we'd be a little more careful with that. Like, it's just out in the air now. Like, Yeah. I'm like, could you test that a little better first, please? Like, am I just going to get chest pains all of a sudden and just be like, I guess I got a little bit of it? Dan just drops over. <laughs> like, well, you know Herbert would just look at him and be like, hmm, damn, he was a good assistant. Well, better yeah, get to that body. <laughs> <laughs> but he extracts some fluid from it for the reagent that's going to improve it. He's like, they have it's all in lizard DNA. Goes on, on. you know, yeah. they're pseudoscience like, terms that to someone like me, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, but I'm sure it's all bullshit. We're extracting the something fluid out of the thingy, and it's like, okay. It's like in Fear and Loathing when he goes on and on about the pineal gland, and he's chewing on it. Yeah, just throw a bunch of science-y words, and I'll buy it. Yeah, it's the same thing with Star Trek, of, like, they would be in the script of, like, science part, and that's just where they would plug in science terms. 
Yeah. But, um, we see this fingers and eyeballs, like, strung together thing, and Wes demonstrates, we can create new life. And he, so basically, the theme of this one is consciousness lives in every part of the body, or before we just thought it was in the brain. And you can reanimate just like a toe if you wanted to, and everything like that. And this just makes it so Herbert has a million experiments of, like you said, like he makes like a finger eyeball spider thing that immediately escapes. Like they're horrible at keeping track of any of this stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, Dan is repulsed by this little finger eyeball creature and threatens to quit and is storming off. And West already, I think, anticipated this because he pulls up. What was it about Meg that you loved? And like pulls out her heart, like her heart. We can bring her back, her heart back in a new body and everything. And so Dan's back on board. It would be funny if Dan was like, I loved her feet. And West is like, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. You're supposed to be like all like sentimental and like mushy gushy. He's like, oh, I loved her heart. He's like, no, I liked her tits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,. You never know. What, that would have been a... Oh, shit. Okay, I'll see you later. She Thanks had, for your use of service. She had a wonderful asshole. <laughs> just the hole? Not even... No, we're going just the hole. <laughs> Hate the cheeks. Get rid of the cheeks. The door buzzes, and it's Lieutenant Chapman there. And apparently this is not the first time they've been interviewed by the police about this subject. No, well, also, this lieutenant, because at first we're like, why is he being just so, like, brazen? And just because he, like, goes right into the house without a search warrant, is just looking around and, like, nosing his way around and whatnot. And then we find out later why he is just so, like, I don't give a shit. Dude, that would have been the best case, though. Herbert, for being so smart, it's not like, hey, we have this guy just coming into the house uninvited and everything with no warrant. We're set for life now. No, he yeah. doesn't pursue that at all. He doesn't even think about it. He's just thinking about the work, like, singularly. <laughs> but he's like, he sits down on the couch and is asking them questions and everything. Herbert's like, we already told you everything. He picks up a science book. It's pretty gruesome. He's like, I don't find science gruesome. Yeah, because it's a once again, it's like he's being talked down to, and nothing West hates more is that. No, not at all. But this is great. I love like the little hand. It's like oh, I can't <laughs> think of its name all of a sudden from Adam's family. Oh, thing, thing. Yeah, it was like it just crawled around the detective, and Dan is freaking out quietly trying to get it away from him, and it keeps like almost going on him, and Dan's like. <laughs> like you know, it's one of those classic like slapsticky scenes. Real quick to throw out a nice little. Uh, did you know the special effects makeup artist who was in charge of this movie was Screaming Mad George, who also did Society and Nightmare Three. Makes perfect sense. He also did Jack Frost, which oh no shit. <laughs> Wouldn't be like, oh, let's put that on the resume. Like society reanimator, even Nightmare Three has cool effects. I will say, um, there's like, oh, Jack Frost, where the snow is fluff. Wait, which Jack Frost? The one I'm the, thinking uh, of, the one that fits our show. One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude, I don't don't talk shit on that movie. That movie was a great time. Oh yeah, but to go from like that to that to doing. Jack Frost, it's like, okay. 
Yeah, I guess so. I mean, if you were presented that opportunity to make that, I'd take it up in a heartbeat, too. Oh, yeah, because you know it would be a batshit crazy movie. Yeah. Um, Eventually, Wes smashes the little hand creature with a book and splats like a bug. Cop finally leaves. We cut to Dr. Graves using the reagent on a dissected bat, like with its organs pulled open, like pinned to a board. Yeah, why wouldn't you do, like... I mean, it's a cool visual, but, like, something real tiny, like a little tiny mouse that you could easily control. Not like, okay, here's this bat, it's going to start screaming, and its things are going to start flapping. Because <laughs> we need the bat for later to get the yeah. most, like, oh, incredible thing in the world. <laughs> the most batshit thing that could only work in a reanimator movie. No, what, what shit thing? Uh-huh. He's but, a big Bill Lugosi fan. He, it's, it's a new body modification. <laughs> but it starts attacking him, and he like holds it down and cuts its wing up, wings off. And I know it's just a puppet, but I feel bad for the thing. Also, do I? Because bats are so cute. Like it was like just a few days ago. Like a video showed up on TikTok, and it's like fruit bats yawning. And it's like, oh, look at the puppies. Yeah, there's little sky puppies. Yeah. But. Uh, Dan and Wes go to steal a body that's about to be cremated, and they tell that guy we were talking about earlier who pushes the bodies in, hey, Dr. Gray's wanted to see you right away. Oh, right now he goes, Wes, like, I'll take care of the body. And he goes up, and of course they take the body. I, up top with Graves again, he brings Dr. Hill back, and he's talking to him. He recognizes him as talking about one of his lectures, like, how you said evolution can actually quantify creationism. It was terrible! Like, because he went yeah. to one of Graves' yeah. presentations. West is just a dickhead. It's like, I just brought you back to life. It's like, that lecture you did a decade ago was horrible. It was derivative of the scientists from Germany. <laughs> but the corner guy, like, knocks on the door, and Graves is all excited. He's like, come in, come in, look, there's Dr. Hill. He remembers, he can talk. He's showing him the head, and Dr. Hill just goes, like, dead again. Like, on purpose. He's trying to hide. He's like, no, he remembered my lecture. Listen to him. Look, he'll talk. He's just a dead head there. And the corner, I'm pretty sure, is high as hell. Like, okay, man. He's like, you're just fucking with me, right? Like, funny joke. And then he leaves, and Wes pops back up. I'm not Wes, I'm sorry. Hill pops back up and is like, don't you ever fucking do that again, you fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Back outside, West and Dan are wheeling the body out, and Francesca is randomly there? I thought she was in Peru. Why is she at the hospital there at? (laughs) Yeah, this is where they're doing the weekend of Bernie's gag of put sunglasses on the dead body and put it in a wheelchair and make it wave. (laughs) So, like, all of our players in the movie are essentially at this hospital right now. Dan and West are leaving with this body. Hill and Graves are upstairs. The cop is sneaking around watching them. Francesca's showing up. Like, all of our pieces, like, collide right here for a second. Yeah, because they cut to the cop. He's literally in the bushes hiding, watching them. He might as well be doing the put your hands in your pockets, whistle, and look at the sky thing. Like, he has a newspaper, but he has eye holes cut out of it. (laughs) But Francesca runs into them. They're all excited to see each other again. Well, Dan and her are excited to see each other again. And they make dinner plans for that night or she's going to come over. Like, only if I can cook. And, you know, oh, yay. Nothing's going to go wrong with this. No, no, not whatsoever. 
they leave, and then the lieutenant goes up to Francesca. She's like, how do you know Dan? Oh, we met in Peru. Come here, let's talk. And she he's walking her through the hospital, and I guess the psych ward has the reanimated corpses from the night of the massacre. Yeah. Because they just think they're crazy people walking around. And, like, he explains everything that happened, like, or the dean was dead. The dean's daughter Meg was dead. Died in Dan's arms, who was his girlfriend at the time. Uh, our greatest, like, doctor, Doctor Hill, was, had his head cut off. It goes, and then this, <laughs> and takes her to the room with the reanimated corpse. He goes, all these people have death certificates. She's like, well, could there be a mistake? He's like, I'd buy that if it wasn't for this one, and one of them's his wife. And she has like a giant like head wound where you can see that they like. It almost looks like a lobotomy type thing of like a big chunk of her skull is missing. Yeah, which we'll find out why later on. And there's, yeah. it's not really for much of a payoff except for West gets a funny line out of it. And it's just a way of like, oh, okay, this guy's bad guy. So we can still be okay with Herbert West and Dan doing what they do. <laughs> exactly. Because let's be real, if it wasn't for them always coming across people shittier than them, yeah. they're really the villains. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? They're just killing people and then bringing them back and then killing them again. It's like, okay, thank God this guy beats his wife. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, Hill has to be like this guy who steals work and tries to like blackmail people for credits. So we're like, okay, yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't like Herbert West and Dan Kane. Also, yeah, and they also made Hill like a sex fiend. Yeah, exactly. So, like, they just had to keep feeding us worse characters so they're still our heroes. Exactly. But downstairs, West and Dan are... Oh, the old lady. Oh, shit, we forgot about it. So his wife does, like, attack Francesca for a yeah. second. Like, sorry, this has never happened before. No reason why, but yeah, that's all. And But she but. is also... I love the old lady that plays the wife that's now reanimated. Because she goes all in for it. She's, like, basically... Uh, looks like she was second up to play Henrietta from Evil Dead 2. Yeah, if it wasn't for that pesky Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Wes and Dan are downstairs assembling the body. They have a bunch of different body parts they're putting together and everything like that. Um, they're starting to pump blood through it. Like, look, the circulatory system will work. Dan gets sprayed in the face by blood. He's all angry about it and everything. And then the buzzer rings. He forgot about his date that night. Right. And like you said, worst time of he's just got sprayed with blood. So he's covered in blood to an extent. Like he can change his shirt. And he thinks he found all of it, but they're doing like experiments on dead bodies in the basement. And she shows up. It's like, hi, I'm here to make dinner. And immediately it's like, oh, your house is shitty. Yeah. What the hell? I mean, granted it is, um, yeah. but it's an old funeral home, but be nice about it. Yeah. You can go like, oh yeah. Like I can see like you could really spruce this place up and make it look nice. Yeah. Something like that. Um, outside, Chapham's staking the place out again. Apparently he has no other work to do as a lieutenant except for this one case. Yeah, I guess now that his wife is gone, it's just like, well, I'm just gonna always be on duty. Um, it cuts back to them making dinner, they're having a great time, then hard cut to them in bed, and they're <laughs> laying there, they're all happy, cut down to the basement, Herbert is also happy because he's tickling a reanimated severed foot. And laughing to himself. Herbert is, like, annoyed that his, like, partner is getting, like, laid upstairs. And it's like, huh, there's so much work to do. It's like, what can I fuck around with here? 
It's, it's just like a kid playing with a toy. Like, okay, I can make these out of my Legos, but what if I combine these two Legos together? Now it's Optimus Prime and Darth Vader. Because it's just oh, like yeah. a, a cat dog thing, but with an arm and a leg. Yeah, that's literally all he's doing is fucking around killing time. And he just keeps shoving, he makes these things, and then just shoves them in the mausoleum. Yeah, he only throws it in the garbage, and like... According to you, you just created new life. You're like, yeah, go die. Yeah, you wrap it in a bag and just shove it away. You don't even kill it again. Or, like, uh, cremate it. I don't know how you would kill just an arm leg. Yeah, I, yeah, there's not no head to cut off. I don't know. Yeah, I guess just burn it. But Wes goes upstairs, and the lieutenant is just inside their fucking yeah. house, chilling? Yeah, and West, of course, is like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, he's like, what you got in the basement? He's like, none of your business. He pushes him out of the way and goes downstairs, and he, of course, finds the lab and starts going, you butcher! And West doesn't take kindly. He's like, how dare you judge my work? Yeah, like, you, a simple police officer. I have the greatest mind that's ever been. Dude, Wes gets some fantastically cheesy epic one-liners in this movie. Yeah, he really does. But he attacks him because he's like, Was my wife just work to you too? It starts attacking him. And he goes, Your wife was dead. He goes, She fell. He goes, I saw the report your wife had. However, many contusions to the head. She didn't just fall. And then, so like, obviously he beat her and she died and then made it look like a fall. And starts attacking West, not just for, like, I guess, experimenting on his wife, but because, oh shit, he knows. Exactly. And Dan comes in right now to come help, and Herbert just goes, Dan, he's a wife beater! Get him! (laughs) (laughs) He's a wife beater, Dan! Use the gun! (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, attack the police officer! It's like, what? It's like, he beats his wife! It's like, that bastard! (laughs) Oh, he's also dead at that point. We skipped over. Yeah, he dies because West uses the chloroform thing on him. That's what Dan comes. I was like, "What did you do?" Because there's a dead cop. He goes, "Well, reanimate him and shove him outside somewhere." <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. They're like, "We can bring him back and get him outside he's like, again." It's like that. Then he's not our problem. But yeah, he comes back and attacks and everything. That's why he says that. Um... Oh, he gets his arm his cut arm off. off. Yeah. Yeah. Then he goes upstairs, and Francesca's up there, and he's like, what are you doing? And he takes the dog, her dog that she brought by the foot, and just swings it around like Robert Patton's into a seagull in the lighthouse, and then leaves. <laughs> and, like, the, the dog's, like, entire paw and, like, dog arm comes out of the socket, and the dog splats against the wall and falls. Yeah, just like the cat in the first one. And then it takes him a second of he's trying to get out of the door, but he has to put, like, the dog arm in his mouth to get out because he can't use his hands, but he keeps it with him. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, Herbert comes up, like, Francesca's crying and hysterical and everything, and Herbert just takes the dog downstairs, and I guess things calm down. This has to be hours later because Dan and Francesca are on the sleep. Wow, I can't talk today. Dan and Francesca are asleep on the couch, but she hears a bark and she wakes up. She goes downstairs and 
this dog with a human hand grabs her when she opens the door. And of course she freaks out. She's like, I don't know what you're doing here. You know, as you would and storms away and leaves. Well, because Herbert West is left alone with a dog without an arm and a just human arm laying there. And you see him, he's like left alone for two seconds. He looks at the arm and looks at the dog. It's like, Hmm. I bet I could attach these. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) <laughs> the next day at work, Gloria, the patient that Dan was taking extra care of, flatlines, and they're trying to bring her back. He's using the, what's it called, defibrillators, yeah. and then Wes is like, it's too late, we gotta go in for surgery. Holy crap, dude. I don't watch medical dramas or anything like that. I don't know. I thought, like, emergency surgery, you still had to, like, do the typical surgery prep and everything. I didn't realize yeah. you just ripped into the person and everything. Is that how it's actually done? I wouldn't think so, because like you said, they like she just flatlined and like just died. They cut her open, like her chest open, get the bone saw out, cut that open, they rip her chest open, like you hear the bones crack, and he's just like in there like grabbing her heart, like, how about now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Jesus! It's like Dude, I am like can watch people get their heads lopped off, go through meat grinders, like get sawed in half. Man, something about actual surgery for me, though? Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, it's fucked up, because then they're like, call it. And it's like, yeah, I would say call it. You're drenched in blood. Immediately. Yeah. Herbert West comes in the room. Everyone's like, oh, God. Get the ponchos. <laughs> Dan freaks out. I was like, no, not again. Because, you know, it's very much reminiscent of the last movie with Meg. Oh, and- everyone he loves dies. Yeah, because of Herbert West, let's be real. Yeah. I mean, maybe this one wasn't. No. Maybe it's the universe telling them they should be together. You know what? I see a lot of calls for that on, like, TikTok. Yes. But uh, West tells Dan, go take the rest of the day off. Go home, rest. And he's out for the day. Dr. Hill's head is still upstairs with Dr. Graves. He's telling him to take him to West. He's like, no! And so Dr. Hill bites his finger. Oh, yeah, because he starts, like, he keeps talking and talking, and he won't stop, so he he puts his hand over Hill's mouth, and Hill bites him. And he's like, I can find another. And then he just, like, does a silent call out to anyone that's been reanimated. Yeah, and they all, like, snap to attention. Like, it, you can see them all, like, turn their heads or, like, still for a second. Like, including Lieutenant Chapham, all the ones that were in the psych ward, all the, that and everything. This is two movies now that have been affected by that scene in the first movie that they deleted that explains that he has psychic powers. I'm so glad they cut that, though. I think I've explained. Like, I don't like that because there's already enough shit going on. This yeah. one I can buy because he's a reanimated thing. You can say they're connected somehow. Right. But it's just so funny that they're still playing with that. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's def- I think it was probably like a callback to it without actually having to put it in. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so Dr. Graves has had enough of Dr. Hill. Shoves an apple in his mouth and just throws his head in the trash. <laughs> and then just leaves it there. Because it's like, I've what seems to be like hours later, they cut and where the trash can's like tipped over and the head's gone. Oh, yeah. We'll get there in a little bit. Yeah. Um, they're, Wes and Dan are back at home working on the body, and the Gloria's head reveal, like that that's the head they're going to use. And then we get the body part tour, as I call it. 
Yeah, it's really odd of it's like, okay, the feet of a ballerina, which I was also thinking, like, I don't think it's the, like, oh, they have amazing feet. That's why they're such a great dancer. I think that's, like, your brain. <laughs> yeah, it's it's muscle memory and, like, practice and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But anyway, the, the feet of a ballerina, these legs, they work the street. Remember that hooker that came in? It's like, the womb of a virgin. I'll tell you what, the one that gets me the most, though, is, do you know where I'm going? Oh, no. The arms of a waitress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I know a lot of waitresses. Like, there's, no, and no offense to them, I'm like, right. do you have special arms? Like, what it's is like, this? They can carry a lot of drinks at once. I mean, like, why is this a selling point? I don't mean to offend any waitresses, but like, wh- why? The one that always grabs me is the hands of a lawyer. Like, yeah. okay? <laughs> They're like, oh, they need to be tedious to look through the papers. It's like, but that doesn't make any sense. That, like you said, that's a brain thing. Yeah, it's just the hands doing what the brain said. <laughs> yeah. But that's like, all. The hands of Les Claypool. And it's like... Blah, 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 blah. It's like oh, there you thing. go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back at the hospital, the zombified lieutenant is at the hospital and is making Dr. Graves perform surgery on Dr. Hill, which we don't exactly see what it is, but we he's cutting two holes in the side of his head. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it, it, it was like, scalpel. And then, like, the reanimated body's like, Hurr! <laughs> <laughs> um, Francesca's at the hospital because she was trying to find Dan. Didn't realize he left home early for the day because he lost a patient. But she's in the hall, and right then is when zombie Lieutenant Chapman comes out. And she, like, is trying to hide so she he doesn't see her like on the payphone there that turns around and he just shoves his nasty stump into her mouth. Yeah. I, I noticed that and I'm like, why? And he's like, he's not a complete zombie because he's like, West did this to me. Yeah. So, I mean, he's still kind of there, I guess. Yeah. So it's not like if, if you were complete zombie out of your mind, like the ones that are in the Institute, okay, you can still kind of talk. So why is this your go-to? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it cuts to all the nurses at the psych ward are dead and all the ones that were in there are gone. Right. Dan is down in the basement and injects the reagent into Meg's heart. And then there's a lot of waiting for the because their idea is if you inject it into the heart, it'll work its way through the circulatory system all at once. So you don't have random body parts coming to when other ones are still dead and all that kind of stuff. Which makes sense because with the lore of these movies, you would think that body parts would immediately just like hate each other and pull each other apart. I mean, they do. Let's be real, but not for a little while. Yeah. Well, also, I don't know. It's almost like if she, I don't know, we'll get there in a minute. As they're down there waiting, the door buzzes, and West goes up while Dan's down there waiting. And there's just a mysterious box outside, and he just brings it in. It's not like a shipped box, there's no address label or anything. I'm not bringing that in. No. Also, this is your, like, you were, like, just giving a speech of, like, I am God, this is my creation, blah, 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 that whole thing. And you would think that you'd be like, I don't care what's in this box. Like, I was worried someone was here. 
I don't see anyone. So I'm going immediately back down to what I've been working on for like what my life's work is. Now, like, hmm, what's in this box? We better open it now. Yeah, he leaves this moment of triumph for it, pretty much. Yeah, like, oh, I got mail. <laughs> but at this point, Francesca has arrived at the house, and she's outside, and she sees all the reanimated, like, stalking the <laughs> house, too. And the lieutenant's wife attacks attacks her and everything. But the, No, the lieutenant attacks her, but then the lieutenant's wife attacks him, and she gets away in the scuffle. Yeah, I, the I enjoy that the wife does seem to like she's a mindless zombie person, but is also like, oh, I remember you, you asshole, <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant, you bastard. <laughs> In the house, as this is going on, West opens his mail, his random box, and we get na 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 Bat Hill. <laughs> it is so awesome, and like. Completely batshit insane, like I said before, and it works perfectly. Of now, Hill just has bat wings grafted onto the side of his head that he can control, and he's mobile. He doesn't need anyone else anymore. He's a strong, independent head. Can I bring up the obvious here? What? Okay, if we can reinject, if we can inject the reagent into the bat wings to bring them to life and attach them to Hill's head, and he has full control over it. Yeah. We couldn't do that with a body? <laughs> but then that's not so cool. Hill was like, I've never weighed less. I'm in the best shape of my life. <laughs> I mean, I get it. We wouldn't get that awesome visual. But if we're talking realistically here, like, yeah. we're, we're not going for the body. We just want the bat wings. You still Can don't I have a dick, dude. Yeah, exactly. Can I please like have a body or like, yeah, I get what you mean. I didn't think about that until now. Of like, it, it's only because of movie that happens. Oh yeah, he's literally a flying Avenged Sevenfold symbol right now. Yeah. That's what's going on. Exactly. Yeah, it's like go to. I'm trying to think. Like, what body would you pick to be like? Oh, I want, I want him, dude. I I think about this, and it would have to be someone that's almost the exact same proportions of me. Because you know, how annoying it would be to be like randomly like five to six inches taller or shorter and like your equilibrium will be off forever things like you go to reach for things and be way above or below it and stuff you well, would I never be able to adjust to it i don't think i think oh, it'd take a long time to, you'd be able to do like physical therapy i guess I, we're talking about a guy with bat wings on his head and getting very <laughs> serious about it the experiment i guess we'll call her for now downstairs opens her eyes and sees dan and dan helps her up it's real cool because like the medical stuff they have over her like the white whatever it's called yeah. when she sits up it ends up looking like a veil and everything yeah and it's very cool and of course they have to play off of the bride of frankenstein type thing because even like she wakes up and she's looking around and she's doing that like head jerk motion like the original bride does yep so brian is it yuzna or yuzna i never know I think Yuzna. Okay. But anyway, that guy. He Apparently, he always wanted to do a Bride of Frankenstein-style movie. And he did this one, but I think he like was upset they didn't get as much with the Bride monster they did. And then we get Return of the Living Dead 3, where he gets to do it again. So, like, he had a thing he wanted to do. He was like, damn it, I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> well, she's uh, she got a lot more in this than the original Bride did. She's in it for like five seconds, and then Frankenstein's monster pulls the blow-up castle <laughs> lever. <laughs> the self-destruct button. <laughs> you go! <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, Dan helps her up. Is like, you're alive. She goes, alive. Oh, they did the line. <laughs> she starts mastering the language pretty quick. Yeah. But all three stories collide here because Dan goes up with the new creation. Francesca and West both come in and see her at the same time. Everyone's seeing everything. Right then, all the reanimated break in, and all of our main characters retreat down to the basement. And Dr. Hill's head is still flying around and shit. Yeah, laughing, having a great time. <laughs> um, new Meg, the creation monster, gets very angry when Francesca gets too close to to Dan and then, like tries to push oh, her away. She is very like... <laughs> Francesca's like... What you made her? And she like something about like playing God. He goes, God, you think God could create this? I will not be shackled by the failures of your God. Again, Wes just has the best lines in this movie. Oh, because Dan is immediately taking basically uh, credit for bringing her back to life, and Wes keeps being in the background, being like, "I did it." <laughs> um, then we get the fight between Francesca and the monster, and. Dan stops her from killing Francesca, and it's a big deal. She's like, don't you want me? And it's like, what do you want? And she looks in and tears out her own heart. It's like, is this what you want? I think we should talk about just the design of her for a second, though. Well, it's pretty awesome, because it's, once again, why didn't they make, if they were going to be bringing her back, wouldn't you put more skin on her? Dude, and, like, not to be weird, where's the rest of Meg's body? Yeah, exactly. You just found the heart. Yeah, where's everything else? Yeah, I mean, that's weird, but okay. But yeah, so, yeah, you'd think there'd be more skin on her if you plan for this to survive and live. But it's really cool, like, it's, there's, like, all these metal pieces for, like, the hand bones, I guess you'd call it, you know what I mean? Like, in the, whatever that thing is they used for the surgery earlier, but, like, reverse, like, holding everything on the chest together. It, like, you just have all these cool gore effects going up yeah. and down, like, where the skin's not there, like, right under the chin. Like, all the attachment points. It's awesome looking. She's, like, held together by just, like, multiple braces. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to not go through this movie and not mention, yeah. like, how cool of a design oh, no, she it looks is. awesome. And this scene is fucked up, like you were saying, because she reaches into her chest and pulls Meg's heart out. And it's like, is this what you want? It's like, well, technically, but I can't make out with just a heart. And this is Dan's closure moment, because he realizes, he goes, you're not Meg, Meg's dead. And I should say this also, in case, because you can't give me any shit at the end for Count of the Dead. You know the reanimated, I never count, because they already died. Yeah. My only exception is her, because she is a completely new creature being born for the first time. I was thinking that. I was hoping that's what you were going to say. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I'm like, okay, I wanted to cover that base. She's not just a reanimated corpse. No. Okay. But anyway, all the reanimated start breaking in, all hell's breaking loose at the same time. And fake Meg's spine falls out is the best way I can describe this. Like, her, her head and her spinal column just fall backwards and, like, the rest of the body is turning to mush, kind of? Well, this is where I was talking about. I wonder if, like, Dan had been like, oh my god, I love you so much. Like, I'm so happy. This is perfect. If she would have been fine. Is this the Padme syndrome of, oh, she's sad, so she died? Um, that's a good question. I'm going to say no. 
I still think she would have died. Everything would have been amazing for like 20 minutes, and then she starts falling apart, and he's like, no, god damn it. Yeah, honestly, I think that's more what it would have been. Not the virgin womb! (laughs) (laughs) Not the waitress, Harm! (laughs) Blow your hand! (laughs) But, yeah, and then she just starts, like, melting and, like, dripping and falling apart completely after that. And West yells, Dan, make a note! Tissue rejection! (laughs) It's like, fuck you, I'm not making a note right now. I'm in the middle of battling the undead. But yeah, they're all in there, and then, remember, they have their secret tunnel, though, and so West opens it up for them all to go out there, and Hill somehow knew this, because they get it open, and <laughs> flying Hill heads right there, like, ha 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 ha! And this is where we see all of Herbert West's creations for, like, a few seconds. It reminds me of, uh, Frankenhooker. Yeah, with the hooker blob amalgamation thing? Yeah, because immediately, that's what made me look up, like, oh, who did the effects on this? Because I bet you it's the Frankenhooker person, but it's not. Yeah, it definitely does remind you of Frankenhooker a lot. But yeah, they're all dragged into the tunnel, kind of, and there's all these weird creations. A lot of, like, arms and legs stuck together and stuff like that. But there's one, like, where it's two bodies sewed together, like, halfway through their skull, like, where there's a face on each side and stuff that attacks Francesca. It's going wild in here. Yeah, I I like that one, where there's no back, and it just keeps spinning to attack. Yeah, but I guess just because of so much going on, the the whole mausoleum tunnel thing just starts collapsing? Yeah, well, it's also, I mean, I guess it would kind of, it makes a little bit more sense than Bride of Frankenstein with the explode lever, but there's just something there to destroy the place. Yeah, the tunnel starts falling down. Uh, You see it fall on Hill. I was going to say Hill's head, but Hill's head is literally Hill. But it falls on Hill, and like he's stuck there. And you see Herbert's arm sticking up, and then something that looks like a casket, like lid, falls over him. So I, of course, did not count him as dead, because there's also a sequel. But it's collapsing. You see Dan and Francesca crawl up the top. And then there's this moment where in the lab you see Meg's heart finally stop beating. So I guess she's finally resting in peace too. And then credits. If you're Francesca, there's no way you're staying with Dan. You're like, what the fuck did you do? Fucking like, weird. Counterpoint though, I think they did. Because that explains why Dan's not putting up with Herbert shit anymore. And not the next movie at all. And... Because think, if Herbert's out of your life, like, okay, Dan's pretty normal dude at this point then. He's not going around doing this shit without his bad influence. Okay, we can make this work. Yeah. Yeah, that's Brattery Animator. It's a fun time, dude. Oh, I have a good time with this one. It's like, I just, it's seeing your, like, old friends again with these characters showing back up. It's like, oh, what are they up to now? I'll watch them do anything. I would watch Herbert West shop at the grocery store. Because I think he would make it interesting. Probably. I mean, like I said, I really hope... Look, the time... Let's get another one. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, he's still Jeffrey alive. Jeffrey Combs is still with us. Get Dan back in for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on. Let's get one more out of here. Get I know that... I don't think the guy who played somehow? Dr. Hill's... What's that? Get Barbara Crampton back somehow? Yeah. Is the guy who played Dr. Hill still alive? I don't know. Um, I'm, will... I'm tempted to say no, but I'm not positive. I will find out in just a sec. He died in 1991. 
Oh shit! Right after this. Yeah. Well, he was oh, born born in thirty six. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. But like, anyway, he's a head. You could get someone else to be the head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Bring the original cast back for one more ride. Come on. I would be in. I would be there for sure. And every oh, once in a while, one. Barbara Crampton and uh, uh, Jeffrey Combs will show up at a convention together, and they take a picture, and they're like, "Next reanimator," and everyone goes insane. And it's like it's not going to happen. She got me on April Fool's Day this year. I was so oh, yes. angry because I didn't realize what day it was. She posted a picture of her and Jeffrey together, and they're like working on a new project together. I was so excited. I was very upset with it. But anyway, like, they did a lot of movies together, so... Oh, yeah. I'd see it happening again. But, yeah, that's Brighter Reanimator. You want to get into the end of episode stuff? you have any final thoughts? No, let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. All right, Throgman Horror Count of the Dead's where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. We add them together to get our, for our grand total. And where do you think we got with Brighter Reanimator? The only caveats with this is the reanimated do not count, except for the one exception I told you, because they're already dead. That's what I feel like is going to throw me off. I'm going to just say 10. I'm going to say 10. Well, we're back to our old tricks, aren't we? You're off by one. Oh, really? Which way? Uh, it was lower. It was nine. Okay. I almost said nine. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got nine. Most of them were honestly the whole Peru thing at the beginning. Yeah. And then the three dead nurses. And then just the three that actually occurred throughout the movie. That's great. Scout of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. And now we're getting to my ratings from Dimension Z. Um, so basically, I take something from the movie and I rate the movie 1 through 10. 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. Now come up with that thing right now. Oh, they did have the like a little throwaway thing because I was thinking, like, was there food in this movie? They did do the classic thing whenever Herbert West goes in to uh, shoo the goon nurse away and like take the body he is eating a sandwich and puts a, the sandwich on the body <laughs> oh it's classic you, you always have to trope. have a creepy guy like the mortician always eating sandwich putting it on bodies oh it, a mortician eating a sandwich over a body is just like Mwah. <laughs> let's go and this good one is a little different but it fits Okay. things you would create with the reagent Know how he makes all of his little weird creatures. Oh, that's a cool one. Well done. Outside of the box for Rean Bride of Reanimator. So a number one version of a make make 'em up creature that you made with reagent. It's like a it's like the, the leg and the arm, but it one of it's a penis and the other one's like the asshole and like going up to, into the small intestine. And that's just what it is. Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. That's a 10. <laughs> that sounds great. Just unleash that on the world. <laughs> Just watch the local news the next day. <laughs> Have that crawling around your house. <laughs> oh, I'm not keeping it in my house. I'm letting that out into the wild. Oh, no. This is like you're making a cool, like, thing. Okay. A number 10 version of a reanimated creature you made up. I was thinking of something maybe with extra arms so we could, like, do chores around the house. I would love to have extra arms. I like that. Yeah, so it can do a bunch of dishes. It can also be cooking at the same time. Maybe it's like two or three people stuck together. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Um, I'm going to give Bride Reanimator, which is very good, but not as good as the first one. Of I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it seven reanimated creatures out of ten. I like it quite a bit. There's parts where I'm just like, okay, 
it doesn't happen too often and it's still awesome and fun to watch but it's not as like how the first one we said is like seamless it's just like holy shit like from the beginning to the end it just feels like it's really in the real world type thing this one doesn't have that same flow in it yeah i know what you mean like to the point if it wasn't the sequel to reanimator you know what i mean if they tweaked it and it was a standalone i don't know how much i'd love it you know what i mean i guess that's the best way the charm of it is being back in that world again to the point I went six and a half things I'll create with reagents. So pretty close okay. to, honestly, just slightly under. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Where it's a lot of fun. I definitely recommend watching it, but. Oh, for sure. Especially to a reanimator fan. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got on it. Man, we only have one more of these and we'll have the franchise knocked out. Yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe one day there'll be more. That'd be awesome. I mean, I'm always holding out hope, but. It could happen. I'm not, I'm not holding my breath either. No. So yeah, unless you have anything else, man. No, I think that's all I got. This is September, people. You know what's right around the corner. Yeah. We're getting at it. We got a big one for you coming up next month. Yeah, there's some awesome news coming. The the our giant month is coming, the biggest month of the year. So I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, so we're on that season, so stick around. We have some cool stuff coming up for you. And we hope that Bride of Reanimator has left your brain throbbing with horror. Do you like throbbing with horror? Their early shows were a little too avant-garde for me, but I hear if you follow them on the social media, they do terrific work. You should probably rate them five stars wherever you're listening to them. It makes their show a cut above the rest. Make sure you tune in next week. Wouldn't want to miss another episode, right? <laughs> hey, Paul! <laughs>